Hey, hey, welcome to Selling with Sandra. My name is Sandra Carter. I'm a commercial real estate agent and I've been in the game for over 20 years. So I want to teach you the habits, the tricks, the tools and the hacks to be exceptionally good at selling in whatever field you're in. I'm here to unlock the secrets of successful selling and share the habits that separate the pros from the rookies. So buckle up because we're about to take your sales game to a whole new level. Whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just getting started, you are in the right place to supercharge your sales skills. Let's dive in, folks. Hey, hey, Million Dollar Agents, it's Sandra again, and welcome to episode 46. Now, I'm going to talk to you about cold calling. Cold calling is a dirty word. I know that. People hate it. And the reason why I'm talking about cold calling today is because I have a buddy who's got his own business. He's just starting out, and he has to do a lot of cold calling to get a bit of traction. So we had lunch last week, and he's going to kill me for talking about this. But he was kind of hitting walls with it and he was saying, you know, like, I'm just, he has what I call analysis paralysis where you overthink something and you just can't get started. And he's also having trouble when he actually gets started getting through to the right people and getting the yeses that he needs. And so we sat down and we worked out a plan and I actually spent the next day with him on the road and went through and we just had a crack at doing some walk-ins and, you know, it actually taught me a lot too because, you know, I do these things naturally and I just didn't know how to put into words the way you need to do it. So I just wanted to tell you about that experience and how, you know, cold calling, cold calling is two things. It's either calling on the phone or it's walking in and door knocking. And that's still cold calling, right? When you're trying to get appointments or you're trying to meet people, you're trying to get information and you don't know these people, that is cold calling. You're calling in on them and it's cold and it hurts and it's freezing and you need to find ways to make it easier so that there's less pain in it and you get better results and you're not wasting your time because it can be completely time consuming and you, 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 time is money. Time is precious. You don't want to be doing that. Now I find the best way to cold call in on someone when you, when you're going to their business premises is to act like you're supposed to be there. Now, what I mean by that is when somebody looks at you, you, you have to have the confidence about you. So your shoulders are back, you're standing tall, you walk in with assertion and purpose, and they're not going to second guess you if you do that. If you kind of slunk in and go, hi, just wanted to ask you a question. Do you know what I mean? They're already on the back foot because they're like, oh, this guy's wasting my time. But if you walk in and go, hi, I was just in next door and I am doing something and I thought you guys need to talk to me as well and I want to help you or I've been, this is what I'm, this is what I'm here for and listen to me and you have that attitude where you're on the front foot, people will stop, they'll look you in the eye and they'll answer questions. And you might be trying to find out who the decision maker is. You might be trying to find out, in my instance, it might be, when does the lease expire? You guys look like you're piling out of this building. You've got pellets full of stock. When does your lease expire? Who's the guy that makes that decision? Who's your property acquisitions manager? With this walk around that we did with my buddy, 
His business is fire extinguishers and we went in hard and we were saying to people, your fire extinguishers are due for testing and they were and he can provide the service and we are here right now and it's time to get it done. And nine out of 10 walk-ins, the people were saying, yep, come in and do it. So if we'd gone in and slunked in and said, oh, do you know if your fire extinguishers need to be serviced, they would have been gone, mate, no, it's nothing to do with me. It's the landlord or oh, don't worry about it or come back another day. We didn't do that. We walked in with authority, with assertion and asked for the business and told them they need the business. And that's really what it comes down to is confidence. If you're providing a service that's going to benefit somebody, walk in with your head held high. You are providing a service that they need. Never second guess yourself. Now, I love meeting people, so I find it really easy just to walk in and go, hi, and it might be easier for women versus men, but I think it just comes down to attitude as well. If you're friendly and open and approachable, then it's going to make it easier and it makes it enjoyable too. And you'll meet a lot of cool people and you'll find out a lot of information about the business that you're trying to target by just talking to people and asking questions. You need to find out who the decision makers are. And that sounds like just a catch cry, who's the decision maker, but it's true. Who's the manager? Who's the property acquisitions manager? Who's the guy that pays the bills? Is it the accounts lady in the office that makes those decisions? You need to find these things out and make sure you're walking around with a diary in your hand, a notebook in your hand and writing down notes because you're going to, you can't remember everything. Once you meet one person, then you meet the next one, whatever you were said in the last walk in is going to be gone out of your head anyway. So you need to keep loads of notes about who's said what, who's who, where that information came from and yeah, which property you're at basically. So that's the walk-in. Now the other cold call, I'm actually going to insert a recording of a cold call I did for one of my training courses. And I've, it was a complete cold call from scratch uh, where I was trying to find tenants for a particular property and yeah, and I'll just, I'm just going to lob it in in a minute to this podcast. But anyway, when you're cold calling from the phone, you have to, have to, have to get through to the gatekeeper. Now, seven times out of 10, there's going to be a receptionist that takes the phone call. Now you have to make friends with that person. You have to get them on side so that they get you to where you want to go to the right person. So cold calling shouldn't really be very scary because often they're young, inexperienced girls or boys who are trying to get a foot in a particular industry and they're working in reception and they're not scary at all. You're way way scarier than they are. So just think about it when you're going to make the call. You know, I'm not going to be talking to the decision maker straight away. I'm going to be talking to the receptionist first. So get them on side. When I make a cold call to a company, it goes a little something like this. Lady picks up. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hey, I'm just wondering if you can do me a huge favor and help me out here. I'm trying to work out who the decision maker is for your property requirements. Is there a manager that would be the best person to speak to there? Can I speak to them? Are they free at the moment? What, what's their name? What's their last name? Do you have an email address? 
for them you can give me or you have been so awesome. Now they're either going to put you through or they're going to give you a name or they're going to give you an email address or they'll say, I can't give you that information. Can I get your details and call you back? That doesn't matter too much too. Always remember the very first cold call is just a data mining expedition. You don't need to be closing a deal in the first call. Your agenda is to find out who the right person to talk to is. So you want to get a first name, last name, email address. You want to put that person into your MailChimp. You want to send them an email and say, hi, I tried to call you today and I'd like to talk to you about this. Making the first point of contact is going to make the second point of contact a lot easier. It also allows you to connect with them on LinkedIn. So as soon as you have their name, hop on LinkedIn, add them as a contact, send them a message. Hopefully they've got a profile, but most nine times out of 10, they're going to be on there. So you'll be able to get to them. Then you've softened that first point of contact with that, that particular person. So when you look at cold calling, I think a lot of people think of cold calling as it's a conversion where you've got to get the deal done in the first call, or you've got to get the listing, or you've got to get the sale done. It, it doesn't work like that because it's a snowball effect. And sales is where you're building relationships, but you've got to start off somewhere. And when you're starting off your new business, like my buddy is, you've just got to build up a database of people that you can begin to create touch points with. Now I've done a whole podcast on touch points. So where do those people come from? They come from the cold calling. So get on the phone. Don't be afraid. Speak to the receptionist, find out what you can find out and do the 10 worst 10 calls before 10 o'clock, 10 before 10. It's the golden rule. So if there's companies that you've been dreading ringing, you know you have to, and you're worried you might get put through to the decision maker and you're going to have to like step it up, do it before 10 o'clock, 10 before 10. That's my tip. Get it out of the way. Now, what happens if you do get through to the decision maker straight away? What you don't want to do is bore them to tears with the same old meaningless chit-chat dribble about how the weather's going where you are. You want to say something that's going to spark their interest. Find out something about the industry that they're in. And if you're in property, that's really easy to do because you can say, hey, did you know there was a sale in your street today or last week or last month? Make sure you've got a bit of information prepared for that particular area, that particular client, so that you can start off with something that's going to make them sit back and go, oh, I often do my calls like this. John, Sandra Carter here. I'm a commercial agent. I don't know if you've heard of me, but I have some information that I thought might be of interest to you. Did you know that a building around the corner from you sold for about four and a half thousand a square meter? Now I can take this conversation either way now. I can ask them if they're interested in selling their building. I can ask them if they ever thought about selling their building. I can say, I've got a buyer for their building. Or I can say, are you leasing your building? When does your lease run out? You can take it off in loads of different directions. Once you've given them something and you value added to the conversation right off the bat, you haven't asked them, how are you today? Because you don't really care how they are and they don't believe it anyway. You've lost them. They don't really trust you because you sound like everybody else. You sound like every other salesperson that's ever rung them that day or they've run into or they've been to the shops and someone's asked them, how are you today? And you know they, they know you don't care about that stuff. So I'm not going to ask him how he is today because I don't know him from a bar of soap. 
So once I know him, I might ask him how he is because that makes way more sense. But first call, you want to get their attention, right? You want to make sure they're listening to you and they haven't switched off and their eyes have glazed over. So however the call goes, whether he says, not interested, don't call me again, whether he says, you know, I not at this time or I'm busy or whatever, make sure that you keep a record of the conversation. Make sure you're putting that contact into your MailChimp because clients' contact information is gold. One day in the future, this client may need something from you. Keep going, keep going to the next one, keep collecting data. Look at it from a perspective of you want to get as many names ticked off for the day as you can. So you've got to make, to be good in sales, I've got the formula, it's in my podcast. You need to make 20 phone calls a day and send 40 emails a day. So if you ring, if you're starting your business and you make 40 phone calls a day and you get 40 emails from those calls because the receptionist has given you the emails, they're the emails you're sending out. So every time you've got a new email address, you send them an email. Hi, just following up on my phone call, wondering if you can call me back, or thank you for your time today, here's a bit more information, or just thought I'd drop a line so that we can stay in communications via email, would you mind me putting in your mail list, da di da da Every time you get an email, if you're making those 40 calls a day because your business is new, you're sending out 40 emails a day, and that's how it works. Now, people look at me like, how do you send out 40 emails a day? When you when you, the snowball is huge and you've got the momentum, it's so, so easy to do. But when you're starting off, this is how you start it off. Really simple. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop in the recording from my, my course in the show notes below. So there'll be a link to the recording. I was going to put it in this podcast, but I don't think that's necessary. You don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. The basic gist of the call was I Googled a company, cold called it. There was a messaging service that answered the phone. I told them enough detail to spark the interest of the right person to call me back. And while I'm actually recording it, the guy calls me back straight away. And he basically tells me that he's not interested, which is cool as well but he says he's buying, not leasing. So I've got a new client who buys property and now I know what he's looking for. So I've added him into my database, into my MailChimp. And he says, leave me on your database. I'm always curious as to what's going on. So the call goes really well. He's a little bit, he's a little bit hard to deal with in terms of it's a bit brutal, but that's how all cold calls are. You have to get used to that because often you get people off guard. And a lot of people are going to say no to you. It's like that old sales adage, fall in love with the no's because they take you closer to the yeses. So you want to keep making the calls until you get someone who's ready to go now. The bottom line is if you're not cold calling, you're not going to get anywhere. If you're sitting there looking at your screen or checking your Facebook or doing something that's keeping you busy but not productive, then it, you, you are not going to fly, my friend. It, it doesn't work like that. You have to do the hard work. And in real estate, they always say real estate is the hardest hard work and the easiest easy work because when you've done all this painful stuff and you built up the snowball and you built up a database and you built up momentum, a deal will just fall into your lap because you've got this contact database to go back to and you can go, hey, I remember that guy, John, I spoke to. 
Matt I spoke to was looking for a yard and a yard comes up and you call him and he goes, yeah, I'm going to buy it. And it feels like you've done nothing, but you had to have the stones to make the cold call in the first place to get the database established, to have that client ready to go. And that's the hard work. And the easy work is just when something comes up and matching it up and they do the deal and it's all happy days. So yeah, that's why sales is, it's, it's tough, but it's also incredibly rewarding. Now, if you want to get into commercial real estate, you need to get in contact with me. I have some wonderful news. I've just launched a new business with my business partners called Our Commercial. Now we are training people to do commercial real estate. And we're recruiting and we can help you get into an industry that will seriously change your life. So now is the time to have a good hard think about your career. And if it's something of interest to you, if you've always had a draw to working in property and you love business, you love commercial stuff and you're you're business minded, have a think about it. Give me a call. Let's have a chat. I can help you get into the game. I will put more details in the show notes below. So yeah, just let me know. But anyway, that's a wrap. My name's Sandra Carter. I'm a commercial agent. You can find me on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook under Sandra Carter Commercial Agent. And on our LinkedIn page, we now have a page called Our Commercial. So look us up. Sell hard. And start cold calling, get out there and cold call, pound the pavement, get on the phone and smash that glass ceiling.